0: It's one o'clock, I'm Richard Pine. The headlines. The Standing Committee of the National People's Congress has approved a new national security law for Hong Kong and details will be published later today. Chief Executive Carrie Lam says threats of sanctions from foreign governments don't scare Hong Kong and her administration is prepared for that. And pro-democracy activists Joshua Wong, Nathan Law and Agnes Chow announced they're leaving the Demosisto group they co-founded. The National People's Congress Standing Committee has unanimously approved the national security law for Hong Kong, but details will only be published later today. Sources told RTHK that all 162 members of the body voted for the resolution, and crimes such as secession, subversion, terrorism and collusion with foreign forces had a maximum penalty of life imprisonment. It's expected the law won't be retroactive to deal with past events. The law will be included in Annex 3 of the Basic Law, with some local NPC delegates saying it will be enacted as early as tomorrow. The city's sole delegate to the NPCSC, Tam Yu-chung, says Hong Kong people will be relieved upon seeing the details of the law, but confirmed that Beijing would only formally publish those details once a meeting of the country's top decision-making body ends and the Basic Law Committee has been consulted. Mr Tam says the law describes three rare situations where cases could be handled by mainland courts, and he added that many practices in the law are in line with Hong Kong's judicial system. Four police unions have voiced their support for the passage of the national security law. In a joint statement, they said Hong Kong has been mired in unprecedented unrest and divisions due to the violent protests over the past year. They say political ideals have have degenerated into local terrorism, while instigators took advantage of the loopholes in national security and opinion leaders lobbied for overseas sanctions against Hong Kong. The group said once the new law is passed, the police force will enforce the legislation in a fair and professional manner. They said they will protect Hong Kong's overall interest and staunchly defend national security and the country's development. The chief executive Carrie Lam refused to answer questions or comment on the national security law after it was passed this morning, saying it was inappropriate for her to do so now. But she said that she and her senior officials will explain the legislation to the public after it's dealt with by Beijing. And as Candice Wong reports, the CE has already pledged Hong Kong will fully cooperate with the central government in any measures to counter out sanctions imposed by foreign governments.
1: The CE was speaking after the U.S. began paring back Hong Kong's special status by halting defense exports and restricting the city's access to U.S. high technology because of Beijing's national security law. Carrie Lam said it would be inappropriate for her to comment on the security legislation. But as she headed into the weekly Executive Council meeting, she did talk about the U.S. Commerce Department's announcement that it was suspending preferential treatment to Hong Kong including the availability of export license exceptions. She admitted she hadn't seen exact details of the sanctions, but said she believed Hong Kong wouldn't be too affected by them. In 2018, over $3 billion worth of goods were shipped to Hong Kong under these U.S. exceptions, which mostly relate to encryption, software and technology. Mrs. Lam said their suspension may incur some inconvenience to local companies. But she said Hong Kong hasn't been using many of those products anyway and that some substitutes are available from other countries. Mrs. Lam said Hong Kong is not afraid of sanctions that may be laid by any countries and that her government is prepared for them. She said that when necessary, Beijing will take measures to counteract them, adding that Hong Kong will fully cooperate in these. The chief executive hasn't minced her words when it comes to criticizing those who have been rallying U.S. support for Hong Kong's protest movement, saying some people have been begging Washington to intervene and impose a sanctions on the SAR. She said this has allowed her government to evaluate the impact of such U.S. measures for some time.
0: The Taiwanese government has strongly condemned the move to impose a national security law on Hong Kong, warning it would severely impact the SAR's freedoms, human rights and development. Taiwanese President Tsai Ing-wen says she's disappointed by the move, adding that it proves that the one country, two systems model is not feasible. Japan's top government spokesman says China's move to pass national security legislation for Hong Kong is extremely regrettable and undermines credibility in the one country, two systems formula of governance. Chief Cabinet Secretary Yoshihide Suga said Japan would continue to communicate closely with the United States and China, saying stable relations between the two global powers were vital for regional and global security. Pro-democracy activists Joshua Wong, Nathan Law and Agnes Chow have left the Demazisto group they co-founded, with their announcement coming just hours after reports that Beijing had passed new national security legislation for the city. Vicky Wong reports. The Free announced their move on their social media pages. On his Facebook page, former Secretary General Joshua Wong wrote that the will of Hong Kong would not be frozen by the national security law or any evil law. He said the anti-government protests had awakened many Hong Kong people and he vowed to stay in the city until, as he put it, they silence me. The group's former chairman, Nathan Law, said he'd continue to participate in the protest movement in a personal capacity, but fellow member Agnes Chow said she would no longer join in any international
1: advocacy works.
0: Hong Kong National Front, a pro-independence group, says it is immediately dismissing all its members in Hong Kong. But the group says its overseas branches in the United Kingdom and Taipei will take over the work of its Hong Kong office and continue to promote Hong Kong independence. The front is led by ousted localist lawmaker Sixtus Leung. An organiser of anti-government rallies says the new security law will be the end of Hong Kong's political freedoms. Eric Lai, a vice convener of the Civil Human Rights Front, says it's highly possible peaceful protests will be banned. He also says he's not optimistic the group can overturn a police ban on its annual July the 1st march. An appeal board will make a decision tonight.
1: It is highly possible that not only peaceful protests will be banned, but people who express dissent voices or dissent of India,
2: which is not in favor of Beijing, will be criminalized. and This is unacceptable. In international standards or in the rule
0: of law. The U.S. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo has called on China to immediately end the reported sterilization of Uyghur women in the western Xinjiang region. China says allegations that it's been trying to reduce the Uyghur population by coerced contraception and sterilization are baseless. The claims were made by a German researcher, Adrian Zenz.
2: The campaign targets all women in southern Xinjiang, which which is the heartland of the Uyghur minority population. And the
0: goal for 2019 was to achieve at least 80% adoption rate for
2: long-term effective birth prevention.
0: China is already facing criticism for its detention of one million Uyghurs in re-education camps. The World Health Organization has warned that the coronavirus pandemic is far from over and the worst may be yet to come. The head of the agency, Tedros Adhanom Ghebreyesus, said despite progress in some countries, the pandemic was still accelerating and that countries will have to work
1: harder. If the government can do its best in testing, contact tracing, isolating, quarantining cases like what South Korea did, and if The communities, not only the government, but in addition to the government, the communities take their responsibility of doing what's expected of them, starting from hand hygiene to the rest that can be done personally, this virus can be suppressed.
0: The British government has imposed the UK's first localised lockdown in the English city of Leicester because of a spike in coronavirus cases there. The health secretary, Matt Hancock, confirmed that all non-essential shops in the city will close today and schools will shut on Thursday. I want everyone in Leicester to know that we've taken every one of these decisions to protect them from this terrible virus. We must control this virus. We must keep people safe. These actions are profoundly in the national interest too, because it's in everyone's interest that we control the virus as locally as possible. The move means the reopening of pubs, restaurants and hairdressers, due to take place on Saturday across England, will now be delayed in Leicester, where Covid-19 cases are three times higher than in any other city. The White House has accused judges on the Supreme Court of intruding into the responsibilities of state governments after they struck down a restrictive abortion law in the conservative state of Louisiana. President Trump had promised during his 2016 campaign to appoint justices who would overturn any attempts by pro-choice activists to block laws limiting abortion. Anti-abortion campaigners were left disappointed, but campaigner Alexis McGill-Johnson, president and CEO of the Planned Parenthood Federation of America, lauded the court's decision.
2: I think it's just a sigh of relief. You know, I I had the pleasure of uh, being in the courtroom to hear the argument being, being heard, how brilliantly and beautifully argued it was. It means that women in Louisiana have access to abortion. And what could have happened would have been that they would have had even less access than they do have already. And it could have had a ripple effect across the country.
0: The New Zealand foreign minister says next year's annual APEC summit of Asia-Pacific leaders will be virtual to avoid travel risks associated with the coronavirus. Winston Peters said it was impractical to plan to have such a large volume of high-level visitors in New Zealand from late 2020, given the current global environment. More than 20,000 people were expected to visit New Zealand for the 21-nation summit in November 2021 and numerous lead-in meetings. Official data shows China's services sector expanded at its fastest pace in seven months in June, suggesting consumer confidence is rapidly recovering. The Non-Manufacturing Purchasing Managers Index rose to 54.4 from 53.6 in May. Factory activity picked up pace in June, with the Purchasing Managers Index coming in at 50.9 points. A spokesman from the National Bureau of Statistics warned there were still uncertainties ahead, with the import and export indices below the 50 mark, which separates contraction from expansion. To currencies, the US dollar is trading at 107.75 yen. The euro is standing at 1 US dollar and 12 cents. The pound is worth 9 Hong Kong dollars and 53 cents. To stocks a short time ago, the Hang Seng Index was at 24,514, 213 points up on the previous close. Turnover stands at 59 million billion dollars. Now to sport, here's Adam Chung.
3: Let's start in the English Premier League where Burnley have taken a step closer to playing in Europe next season free kick for burnley 0-0 westwood takes it me with the header is in it's beaten quite in off the post
2: ben me on his 300th league appearance for burnley with a diving header has broken the deadlock at selhurst park it's palace nil burnley 1
3: that's captain Ben Mee scoring a 1-0 win for Burnley away to Crystal Palace. It moves them up to eighth in the table and keeps alive their hopes of playing in the Europa League next season. Burnley manager Sean Dyche says he's working with a severely depleted squad.
2: I think the main thing is, you know, I think that's 13 clean sheets and 13 wins. That, that sounds pretty good to me. You know, if you get both ends of the pitch right, you're going to probably have a decent season. Um, It's probably just uh, one of the things that's awkward now because of the the players' situation. If we had the players with us, I think we could go even stronger until the end of the season because everyone knows we're physically very fit and sharp. And I thought that's been on show the last few games.
3: No athlete should minimize the importance of the whereabouts rule. That's according to the Chief of World Athletics, Sebastian Coe. His comments came after the world 100-meter champion Christian Komen missed three doping tests in a 12-month period. The BBC's Column Harrison reports.
0: The president of World Athletics, Sebastian Coe, says no athlete should minimise the importance of the whereabouts rule. It follows the provisional suspension of the world 100 metres champion, Christian Coleman, who's missed three doping tests. The American says he missed the third test last December because he was at Christmas shopping and claims anti-doping officials should have called him when they turned up at his house to find that he wasn't there. Athletics' independent integrity unit have told Coleman that it's no defence to the charge.
3: Zimbabwe's cricket tour of Australia has been postponed again due to concerns over the coronavirus. The two sides were originally scheduled to play three one-day international matches in June. It was then put off to August with venues to be determined. But on Tuesday, Cricket Australia said it's reached an agreement with Zimbabwe Cricket to postpone the series indefinitely. And finally, in baseball, the Washington Nationals will try to defend their World Series title without the face of their franchise. Ryan Zimmerman has opted not to play the shortened season delayed by coronavirus. The 35-year-old infielder said last week he was undecided, but ultimately said he will not play because of concerns that he might affect his family's health. Zimmerman has been with the Nationals since they drafted him in 2005 when the franchise moved from Montreal to Washington. Major League Baseball is trying to start a 60-game season in late July. And as your look at sports. To end the news, the top stories
0: once again. The Standing Committee of the National People's Congress has approved a new national security law for Hong Kong, and details will be published later today. Chief Executive Carrie Lam says threats of sanctions from foreign governments don't scare Hong Kong, and her administration is prepared for that. And pro-democracy activists Joshua Wong, Nathan Law and Agnes Chow announced they're leaving the DemoZista group they co-founded. The news from RTHK.